I think it's Audrey's intro. Yeah, I think it's been a while yeah. since since I've done it. So all it's right. been a while <laughs> since I could. I'm sorry, <laughs> Great, go ahead. keep that in. We love cold opens. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck is up, duelists. Welcome to Pot of Greed, the only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast officially sponsored by Kaiba Corp. I'm Audrey, aka Sparkman and Avians, 4 p.m. dick flattening. Okay, I thought the intellectual Misawa versus the unknowable should I? Fuck! I'm Dan, and how do you do, fellow duelists? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm Max. I'm call me Elemental Hero Banana Man. I don't want to talk anymore after what Audrey said. <laughs> Honey! <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> it's time for your 4 p.m. duel! <laughs> Oof. What is a duel? I I came into this recording. I haven't recorded in like three weeks. I was so excited. I was so excited to talk about these wonderful episodes with my wonderful friends. And like half a minute in, the steam is gone. The wind has left my sails. What's the point? <laughs> It's time for your 4 p.m. podcast. Yeah, is that because my AK was so good that you know nothing will top it? Let's go with that. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Max, it's time for your 5 p.m. pot of greed recording. <laughs> Honestly, it, it do be f- that, no, 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 no. That that that's me when my brain reminds me it's the day before an episode goes up and I have to edit audio. <laughs> oh yeah, me at like 9, 10 p.m. last Honey, night. Honey, it's time for your 10 p.m. for audio track editing. <laughs> <sighs> How we doing? I finally gave up on Reaper, mainly because last night it was tied for my 4pm. It's really track audio scary, isn't it? it? Well, it's not scary. It's good. It's just that I know all the short... I have memorized all of the shortcuts in Audacity, and I've not yet memorized the Reaper ones. So I've kind of just been like, mm, so I, yeah. I don't want to memorize another set of shortcuts. As we all as we all know, there's no point in learning something if you can't immediately iron it into your brain. Exactly. If I'm not instantly good at something, then I might as well just simply die. Yeah, exactly. How's everyone else? Oh, you know. Pretty good. Oh, I did find out one thing about Yu-Gi-Oh, which is that uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, I think the episodes as they are are still going to be on the webs- the website as usual, but it looks like they're actually good. Turns out there's a news tab on Yu-Gi-Oh.com, and uh, apparently uh, Pluto TV had some streaming service I've never heard of until last night. Uh, has right, has exclusive rights in multiple territories to Yu-Gi-Oh! Reigns, uh, for streaming. Uh, so, like, all hmm. of, there's this thing called U- Pluto TV, and it's got all the Yu-Gi-Ohs. I think it might have subs and dubs, I'm not sure. Uh, well, I, 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 here's the thing, Dan, a website called Cuncheryl.com already has all of Yu-Gi-Oh!, and you know what? They just took all the bad parts and just didn't bother uploading to the website. So you don't need to, like, worry about which one to listen to. Hmm. They also have Gundam on it now. Yeah, that's good. The only yeah. show ever made. The only TV show ever in existence is Nylon Crunchyroll, and we can all watch it. New type of show just dropped. New. Th- thank you, Audrey. Wonderful. <laughs> I am... Mm, all right. But before I dip too much into the soup and <laughs> start thinking I'm a... I already, look, I already think I'm on a different podcast, because literally half the time I wrote down Judai's name, I wrote Judo instead. Oops. <laughs> mm. Botherations? I am experiencing them. What episodes did we watch this week? 
<laughs> Max, you said you haven't said how your life is. Oh, I'm yeah. I this is I'm doing great actually. This is the last recording I will be making in my old place. I am moving in <gasps> three days from today. So by the time this episode is out, hopefully, fingies crossed, I will be settled in in my new place in beautiful Manassas, Virginia. Sorry to steal your thunder, but same. Well, that's because I, I much like uh, much like one for all, I passed it on to you. So you got my power plus your own. So you became even stronger as a result. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I got an even better hoist than you did. I am also probably officially moving into my new place on February 1st. Oh, Damn, what? look at that. <laughs> that's mine. Well, my moving day is the 31st. Or the 31st February yeah. 1st is my mommy's birthday. Write that down. Okay. Pin it, pin it in our chat. We got it. Pin it in our chat, February first. Let's go. Pin it Let's in the go. GC. Let's go, girls. Um. Yeah. Okay. Should we talk about Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, yeah. Episode eighteen. Eighteen? Oh, no, I've I've still got the the thing from the last episode written down. Episode twenty. I didn't write the title. Okay. The title is so stupid. Yeah. Hit it, Audrey. The maiden in love is strong deck. Okay. There's I mean, quotations yeah? like it's the quote "Maiden in Love is Strong" unquote deck. It is. I don't know what they are going for. I, all you right, could just call called it the love the dick deck. flattening deck. They just the love deck. <laughs> Episode twenty is just called the Maiden in Love. Uh, that one works better. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, makes sense. And it's got a sort of like a dual meaning. Uh, a dual meaning. <laughs> yeah. So. We're starting out this one. Everyone's eaten in the Slifer Red mess hall. Catboy Sensei is here because he's introducing our new transfer student, Ray Sautome. What's her name? Uh, her name is Blair Flanagan. I want to see my little gender ambiguous student. 30 seconds into the show, our, our, our koala boy Hayato says, that kid's as pretty as a girl. And I immediately said, hmm, this is an early 2000s anime talking about gender. I'm going to have a great time watching this one. Uh, and you did. It was a good episode. <laughs> yeah, I was wrong. D- d- despite the show's best efforts, it was a good episode. <laughs> so uh, right off the bat, like, this is a mixed school. <laughs> she could just go here. Exactly. Well, like, I, there's what? a reason why she can't go here. That we'll get into by the end. So she's introduced and immediately Judai's like, I'm new friend Goofin. It's uh, good. Yeah. He's like, hey, don't feel bad that you that you started the school in Slide Fred Dorm. Don't feel bad that your grades are dog shit and you <laughs> suck. I'm sure it'll get better eventually. Yeah. Uh, two things. First, Jaden, like, to celebrate, tries to spell out Slifer uh, for her. <laughs> and the second thing is that uh, uh, Dr. Banner, Professor Banner explains that, like, all new transfers initially start out in Cypher Red, mm-hmm. after which they get tested and get moved to a higher dorm if they do good enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, Jin's just, like, if, if, uh, theoretically offended uh, this new transfer student, Ray. And he's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And Catboy Sensei's like, well, fucking great. He can sleep in your room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, a smash cut to the dorm, and it's just full of a bed. Kind of cramped. Uh, let me see. Uh, nothing... So after they agree that Blair's gonna stay with Jaden, that it it it's the OP, and we cut to uh, a later scene. But I get the feeling there's a scene between that and this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there there, 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 there might there might have been a, a a pretty important scene to the plot uh, that you were cut out from in 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 your in your wonderful dub. Yes, really the most important scene to the plot. Jedi Jedi constructs intricate rituals to touch the flesh of other men. 
Well, I just mean, guys being dudes. What could be better than this? He's not so much constructing int- intricate rituals and say as so much as saying, "Hey, let's touch the flesh of other men now." Yeah, that's true. He says, that's true. and I quote, "Men can't truly bond until they get naked and watch each other's backs." Damn. And, like, and like for context, um, this is like after scene. It's like Ray comes in and Judai is like, "Grit," and then starts stripping off his shirt. It's like, "Ooh," and then he says, he says the line, um. At which Ray is like, oh, oh no, I can't wash, and goes off. Mm-hmm. Um, Coming down with a cold. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that doesn't happen at all in the dub. Do you even see them, like, washing, Dan? Oh, no, never. Uh, like, Oh, no! There's, like, references here and there to, like, just throughout the series about, like, how Slifer Red has, like, this separate section for bathing. Like, it's... They call it an outhouse, but it seems to just be a general bathing area. We never see it. We just see people, like, coming into their dorm after after using it. It's just, like, a nasty standing water pond. So, it would appear... Not only do they not have bathing facilities, they just have to go bathe in, in like, a pond in the island. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this scene, is, this tra- transitional scene is, like, ten seconds long, and yeah. possibly the most important scene I've ever seen in this franchise. Like, um, it's profound and profane. <laughs> in all of Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. He's like, you know, Judah's like, men can't really bond until they get naked and wash each other's backs. There is a smash cut to the gang naked washing each other's backs. It Like, poetry in motion. Wow. Mm-hmm. It rhymes. Um, it just... I so, cried. So listener. It, is, it is left to right. Hayato show Judai, and then you see a pair of claws rubbing Judai's back from off screen, and then they turn. Around, they're like, turn around, everyone switch and rub each other's backs, and they all turn around, and it turns out the person who's been rubbing Judai's back this entire time was a bear who apparently what? knows Japanese etiquette. Oh my god. And the bear is also rubbing a seal's back too now. (laughs) What? And for context, like, there's all these, like, very conveniently placed towels in this scene. Yeah. Holy shit. (laughs) What was the point of this? I know it's important, but what does it mean? It means that they are bonded, they're men, and they're bonding. Just guys being dudes. They're just guys being dudes. What two, could be better than this? Two bears sitting in a hot tub. <laughs> a bear and a seal. I gotta <laughs> ask, are the seal and the bear also students at Dual Academy? Or do they just live <laughs> on the so. island? I kind Boy, of, do I hope so. It kind of felt like a, a Princess Tutu moment. I don't know if any of y'all watched oh, Princess yeah, Tutu. Oh, yeah, I'm familiar. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but there are <laughs> there are animal students just like mixed in yeah. with uh, <laughs> the human students. It, in it's Beastars stars now, except that there are also humans though. Mm. Yeah, that's why it feels more like Princess Tutu. Anyway, it's like it's it ten rules. Se- it's ten seconds long. It means nothing to the rest of the series. Losing it, uh, like you, you say n- that though. I Maybe it's important it, yeah. later. It's uh, imp- or at least it, it, to this episode, it has no other meaning. Um, it, very important to show their manly bond. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I uh, narratively, Dan, you lose nothing by not having it, but like emotionally, damage is devastating. Yeah, yeah, you, you lose everything. <laughs> it it, it left a it leaves a hole where it was not. Right. Um. I know eventually there's gonna be another onsen scene, and that oh, one's I can't in the see dub. How nasty, horny that is in the sub. Well, it's got all the boys, so I don't know. 
I loved, you know, I love, I just love guys being dudes. I love getting naked washing my bros back. I do it every day. Right. Um, okay, onsen is the name for a hot spring. Yes. Is yes. what Google is telling me. Yes. Yes. I see. I see. Uh, so, I mean, unfortunately, we do have to move on from the best scene in the entire Yukio franchise yeah. ever. Um, next scene, like, I know, we find out that, like, Jill Academia has a sister's school and there someone's going to duel against them in like a friendship match that sort of comes up later yeah specifically the sister the sister school is dual academy north which means welcome to dual academy civil war yeah (laughs) they they just call it north academy in the dub implying that it's functionally completely different Mm -hmm. realistically kaiba funds both schools and pits them against each other in a rivalry just to like create stronger duelists yeah probably (laughs) just to feel something just yeah He makes them fight. He likes having pawns. Yeah. Um, but in the scene, like, Ray is being all, like, shifty. And sort of, like, a few scenes, a scene and a half later, like, Judai catches him sort of sneaking into the obelisk blue dorm. Yeah. Um, so Judai follows him. And he's sort of stealing cards? Or is he? Hmm. So Blair puts their face right up against the card deck that in this uh, unknown student storm room. Uh... And it's mm-hmm. it's a little much, uh, but Jane just sees them and is like, "Hey, you got to get out of here. This is the obelisk blue dorm. You're gonna get in trouble." I I actually thought this part was really funny because like uh, Judai watches uh, Ray again press this like these cards against their face and is like, "What is he doing?" It's like really scandalized, which is a lot coming from a boy who literally talks to card ghosts. <laughs> I mean, listen, someone's deck is the most intimate part of them. Yeah. And that yeah. is like, that is, that's a pervert shit. That's not okay. That's, yeah. that's the thing. That's the thing. Rub, getting naked, rubbing each other's backs is like intimate. Rubbing your face onto someone's deck is like so many levels above that. You, mm-hmm. it, you, I'm surprised they were allowed to show it in the show, to that's, be quite honest. They created a new base <laughs> in baseball just so you, they could get to fifth base. And that's what, that's <laughs> yeah. what this is. <laughs> that's fifth base. <laughs> yeah, if it had been, like, if earlier, you know, Judai had said some kind of in- excuse to touch people's decks, that would have been, like, oh, you construct in- rituals to allow yourself to touch the decks of other men. Yeah. Um, and this is it's kind of on that tier. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of other did you men. just say deck? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it, I did. You, pl- please, please enunciate better, Sarah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so. <laughs> Bold of you to assume that wasn't a choice I made. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Um... So anyway, like, Judai's trying to get, like, Ray, like, being like, pro, stop, you cannot be doing this. And, um, on, like, grabs him, and as, as Judai grabs Ray, a hair comes tumbling out oh, from Ray's no. hat. Oh, The signifier of girl! Yeah. And <laughs> when will Ray's reflection show? Anyway, <laughs> um... Ray's girl, Ray's leaving because they see they see Rio and a bunch of other of like Rio's, I guess like blue asshole squad rolling. Yeah, yeah. it's and, it's like it's his room and they're like she gets away. Yeah, but her her hair clip falls out as <laughs> as Judai takes her hat off. Yeah, so that's like left on the ground and she's totally gone and like Judas Judo. There we go. Judai <laughs> is trying to leave and of course he's like. You know he's he's too late, and all the blue guys show up, and they're like, "What were you doing? Why were you rubbing your face on on Rio's deck?" And he's you like, "Oh, um, I, <laughs> you freak ass! I'm calling the campus police." And he's yeah, like, like, "Oh no, I just I just saw your window was open. I'm doing a good deed and closing it." 
Rio's like, don't call the campus police. Yeah, it's so fine. I have, he can go. I have a disease yeah. where I love Yu-Gi-Oh characters named Rio, and it's called being a genius. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's called it's called having brain. Right. Yeah. Right. Rio, he's just he's just so good. Like all of it, all the obelisk blue. To be fair, I will say like the obelisk blue guys in general have shown themselves to be royal assholes, but like they kind of have. A pretty good reason to here, like this yeah. kid like broke into someone's room and is like no, like I, I, again, all evidence points to uh, Judai being some kind of card sex pervert here, um, <laughs> yeah. having, having broken into uh, Rio's room, um, and uh, you know, and he's like very, no, very very disrespectful, yeah, yeah, like no, it wasn't me. Why won't you guys listen? It's like to be fair. Like, in, th- in this situation... It doesn't I- look good for you. Yeah, yeah, like that. So, you know, despite all that, for Rio to, like, notice the, like, hair clip and be like, no, Judai's cool. And-, and then he's like, Judai, you can, like, go out the front door. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I It's it's because I think Rio is very much set up as, like, oh, the best duelist, the kind of the one to beat. But, yeah. like, he's also, he's in this episode and the next episode, he's so much on Judai's side. And it's very I good to see. It's a good dynamic. It. I love, I, I love I love how like like okay I I've, I'm sure I've said this on the show at some point before but like I'm beginning to think that GX might end up hitting better to me than Duel Monsters did like mm. because like every character sort of goes through that arc of like you meet them and they have this weird first impression and then like you really do get to know them at over the course of the show like yeah you know the first time you see Rio he's this cold you know asshole who's just like winning at any cost and is like this great duelist but then like you see oh no he's just a normal guy who's really good at dueling who has his own like set of things to do and his own friends and it's like wow he's a person what a concept yeah and you know yeah like zane is just always just trying to be professional like he's professional like throughout this episode his whole deal is like i just i just don't want to make this like weird and personal i know i'm famous please don't let it get Please don't obsess over me or whatever. Yeah, I'm just a kid. He is. I'm a baby. Like, he's chill. He's, he's chill. just chill. I love him. I think he's my favorite character, honestly. But uh, Andre. I think I agree. No, no. Misa was my favorite character. Misa was very good. Misa was very good. Yeah. Audrey, I just. There are two Ryus inside you. <laughs> I am gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if I can move us on to the next scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What is it? Oh, yeah, like, we go, cut back to the dorm a bit, stuff like that, and then we find out that Judai goes out with Ray that night, like, after finding out she's scrolling stuff. Mm-hmm. And we cut to he's out with Ray, like, at the, the sea side, seafront cliff base thing. Mm-hmm. And the dual of, cliff. The deal cliff. The one deal cliff we have on this island. And, like, he's sort of helping her with whatever she's doing here without actually knowing what she's doing. He's yeah. just like, Ride I'm going to help die. this kid. Um, but kind of... To find, to, in order to find out what her deal is, he's like, "Hey, deal me. Dealing is the like premium form of communication." She's yeah. also so she's also like, "You cannot tell anyone what happened this way." And I love the fact that um, in GX, everyone has four thousand life points because it allows me to make this joke for eight thousand life points by my silence permanently. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. He's like, yeah, when you duel, your heart can't lie. So yeah. even if I don't ask you anything, I can figure it out. Which is like, I, I, it's very good to me of duels not only being a thing to raise the stakes, move the story on, but also like duels as this like emotional conduit for the characters in the show. Yeah, it's neat. It's yeah. very, very good. Yeah. 
I'm thinking it's a good show, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, th- so they they end up, they're like about to duel. Uh, Sho and Hayato are at the top of the cliff uh, watching. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Ryu and Asuka appear. Uh, it's very good to me because Ryu appears and is like, oh, yes, I see that Jaden is going to duel to communicate with this young lady. This is the correct decision. I don't know exactly what he says, but he's just like, yes, dueling is the ideal communication strategy. I I love him. I honestly don't recall. I think he just, I know he explains the whole situation to uh, 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 Cyrus and Chumley. Cyr- Cyrus and Chumley. I think Alexis already, they've has already been filled in. Uh, I'm sure she gets it. Oh, yeah, Alexis right. knows what's going on. There was a scene. Yeah, she's a woman, after all. She's a woman. No, intuition, wait. There was, the there was a scene. <laughs> I forgot. There was a scene earlier, like between the the last two scenes we discussed, where oh yeah, that's right. Where that's right. Uh, Alexis and oh, D- yeah. Zane meet out at the lighthouse, and uh, Zane explains the whole thing. Uh, he explains it. Well, well, he's like, he's like, I need your advice. Yeah, that's literally all he says for us. It's just that, and it cuts away. Yeah, he just shows her the the hair clip. Right. Okay. Uh, we're left to our own devices. Yeah, uh, but anyways, like, they're all watching this, uh, duel, and, uh, we get into the duel proper, and Blair's thing is, she has this card called the Maiden of Love, and, uh, the Maiden of Love is basically the crux of her deck strategy, because the Maiden of Love can't be destroyed in attack mode, uh, the Maiden of Love, uh, when combined with certain cards, can, like, make other cards uh, be charmed by it, which is depicted by, like, uh, Avion and Sparkman just falling head over heels for the Maiden of Love. They get their dicks flattened. They do, like, Bugs Bunny hard eyes, their heart bursts out of their chest, and they go, awooga. Do they talk in your version? They sure do, homie. Yes. Uh, I... Love that. I love so, this. There are two th- important things that I want to note here. One is that, um, so they go through, both of them go through this sequence of like falling in love with the, the maiden. Um, and it is something that is actually playing out that Judai can see that no one else yes. can. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's very important. Um, so, you know, he's like, he's like, guys, get it together. Like he's literally yelling at his cards, like mm-hmm. get it together and like stop falling for a cute girl. Uh, and everyone and else just like, is like, yeah, like the, the, the chorus at the top of the cliff serve to be like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah. I, I think they leave it ambiguous whether or not the other, uh, whether the s- people on the sidelines can see this or not. Uh, I thought Hayato kind of could already, right? Yeah, I think... I, yeah. Hayato, I don't know if he can see it, but he d- he definitely he is realizing Kuri, that Judai can see something they can't. Right. And I don't know mm. if he can see it himself. Yeah, I he know... Has, he has some sense of it. There is, yeah. like, this one line that I think implies that they can actually see it, where, like... Zane like explains, yeah, uh, like of course Chumley and Cyr- Cyrus are like crazy for this maiden of love. When Cyrus was a kid, he said he was going steady with dark magician girl. God, <laughs> what a, um, what yeah. like prime older brother behavior, honestly. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, the other important thing, which has like nothing to do with the narrative, is that once again I'm like struck by how absolutely banging the dual music is oh, in this. It's show. so good. So, it's so funky and the fun. Tra- the track here sounds like the Phantom of the Opera if it was played on synth instead of an organ. Um, yeah, it, like, I, 
Oh, it's really I think good. The, I think the music started and I was like, oh, are they, Rider of the Valkyries is back? <laughs> For like about two seconds, I was like, okay, no, it's not. But it no, still like whips it that be. much. Yeah, I love it slaps. So some of the some of the quotes in the duel are just so good. Like at some point, I I, I think like Judai yells at Wingman, "Falling for a girl isn't heroic." And later <laughs> yeah. on, like I you know because the maiden the whole you know again we said the maiden's whole thing is like she has like four hundred attack points, but she attacks and she can't die. And like at some point, she attacks Sparkman, and Sparkman's like, "Are you all right, my lady?" And and she's like, "After all, to fight that is our destiny." <laughs> Yeah. And my favorite line from this whole duel, Rio is like, you know, Rio and 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 Asuka are providing color commentary the whole time. And everyone's talking about how like Judai's being beaten by a girl. And yeah, Rio I have this. delivers this line that knocked me flat on my ass. Because he says, History has proven that one beautiful girl can bring ruin to a country. Like, homie, why are you talking about Helen of Troy and Yu Gi Oh? You don't gotta. <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is, Rio does seem like the guy who's just ready to recite the Iliad and, and drop just any he's, given moment. My man does read Homer. He's been playing Hades. <laughs> he's been. <laughs> he extremely does not say that in the dub. Oh my god, that's yo, Asuka, incredible! Check out the sick duo boon I just got. Yo, yo, Asuka, do you also ship Patrickilles? Let me tell you about the Trojan War. <laughs> but yeah, Good just duel. Blair oh, like yeah. confesses that she's dueling for love. And that she's in love with Zane. Uh, she, like, voluntarily takes off her disguise while revealing this. Oh. Because yeah. I don't think she mentions... She's, she definitely says, like, I'm parred by love mm-hmm. kind of shit. But she doesn't she, say who the object of her love is it, until it, it, the very end of the episode. Important to note, Sarah. She does specifically say, being in love brings a woman's strength, which we yes. all know. I'm always saying this. Oh uh, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> That's the secret of every girl boss is... The, the, fam- <laughs> the famous saying... Hmm. Uh, you don't need to read Lean In anymore. There it is. <laughs> um, but it's just like the whole, the fact that like we're getting to see the person, like the personalities of all the cards that should I have, like yeah. Sparkman and Avian Man, do like a full fucking like sketch comedy, like a Wooga sketch, and it rules. It rules. Yeah, I think. I think we now need to talk about possibly the most important part of this episode, which is the implication of the elemental hero polycule. Oh, yep. yes. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, yeah. both Avion and uh, Sparkman are falling for uh, the Maiden of Love, but then Jaden decides to counter this by sending out uh, Burstinatrix, uh, and uh, she's like chewing them out. And she says she's going to tell everyone in the deck about this whole thing if they don't get, quit this. Oh my god. Why couldn't oh she god. also fall in love? Uh, I yeah, know. I was mad. Like, she gives why big, can't we get card lesbians? She gives big lesbian vibes. The sequel to Card say. Lawyers. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> uh, in the sub, it's it's not she's going to like tell everyone. It's much more like... What are you two doing? Like, get back here. And it's like, she's the one who's giving out the dick flattenings. Honestly. (laughs) Like, like, not the, and it's just like, ah, yes, okay, their Dom has showed up. Like, what is this elemental hero, hero polycule? It's amazing. It's good. It's It's lore. It was, it was only in this episode that I realized that Burstinitrix is a play on Dominitrix. Like, I hadn't oh my God. Yeah, realized yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. And, and, the, and the fact that that's the four kids' name. Like, that's the English name. Because she's just Burst Lady in Japanese. 
They do yeah, say it in a way that makes it better. a little less obvious by they call right. her Burstinatrix. Uh, okay. Uh, Persona right. Five English dub ass pronunciation. Wrong syllable. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, what were you say on? Uh, I really love the implication that like all of the cards in Jaden's deck have like spirits and like they all talk and hang out with each other. Mm-hmm. They're buddies. Presumably, it's true for every deck, right? Yeah. I mean, if your deck has synergy, that means that they're they're pals. Oh, I forgot exactly. to mention that Sparkman has a British accent. Oh, oh my god, god does he? Yes. That's Hell troubling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a bit where, like, when after Burst Sinatrix, like, yells at him about it, uh, he says, Spock woman's never going to forgive me. <laughs> I, god. I wish there was a Spark woman in this deck. Uh, oh, please. Maybe we'll see her one day. Yeah. Uh, I hope so. So, Jaden is able to bring out Flame Wing Man and defeat uh, Blair. And mm-hmm. Jaden congratulates Blair for giving a good game. It's nice. GG. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you know, she's about to be like, oh, I'll confess all my feelings. And she's like, nah, nah. Don't, like, don't say anything. Like, Rue's right here. I feel like you need to talk to him. Um, and, like, yeah, she goes over, sort of confesses that she's here because she's in love with Rue. And, like, mm-hmm. she turns out to be from, like, his old school and, like, just has a big crush on him. Uh, um, and then I think it's Rio who drops the bomb that she's in fifth grade. Yeah, yeah, she's an eight-year-old. Yeah, she's no fifth. Is fifth so fifth grade? Not she's eight. Ten, no. Yeah, she's ten in December. I, yeah, she's eight years old in the is, dub. And, Why did they okay. make her younger? And, uh, and God, Rio Rio essentially ends the episode. I mean, my last note for the episode is a little more after it, but he essentially ends the episode by slapping up a "minors do not interact" banner, um, <laughs> and, yeah, and saying like, "Uh, good duel. I appreciate you telling me this. Please go home." Yeah, he's- yeah, but. I really like. I really like the reveal of her being a fucking ten year old because Judai is like, oh, why does she gotta go home? I mean, what's the big deal? Is a girl's dorm at Blue and like she could stay there? And Rhea's just like, she's fucking ten, and Judai Bro. dies immediately. He, he like <laughs> yes. all the color drains yeah. from him. Yeah, because he's just like, I can't believe I lost to a child or yeah. nearly lost, lost to a child. Yeah, real, real uh, Rebecca Hawkins energy at the end there, but uh... yeah. yeah. Handled and yeah, better like the, than Rebecca the... Hawkins, I'll say. I do uh, as well. Yeah. yeah. I find yeah. it more charming. Mainly kind of because the narrative just is like, okay, well, we see you have a crush on this person. We're going to gently dismiss you and put you on the boat home. And we that's not a thing because yeah. that sucks. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's just, it does a very good job of just kind of like sending her home once again i love rio like i I, like the way he handles it is so good he like acknowledges her feelings and is like you know i appreciate that you feel that way you know thank you for telling me i absolutely cannot do anything about this please go home yeah 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 he like tells i am in high school he tells her that like uh yeah sure i have only one love in my life it's dueling yeah Uh, (laughs) oh Yeah, uh, me, but with podcasting. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, that's the episode. Oh, um, we kind of end the episode where she's on the boat home and she's like, oh, Judai, Samma, or something. Yeah. And everyone realizes, oh, fuck, she has a crush on Judai now. Oh, dear. Yeah. Whoops. 
Yeah, because like Rio says that by the time she gets into high school, he'll have graduated. But like Judai won't have graduated, so you know it'll be a cool first year hitting on a third year. I guess we love to see it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, her being eight also eliminates that possibility. Mm-mm. That's okay. Okay, yeah, that's good. Wait, but, but does she like have? She doesn't like say anything about Judai as she. Oh no, on she's the still in love dub, with right? Jaden. Oh, so it's worse. Great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cool. I, Thanks for yeah. say Wonderful work as always. I gotta say, she does act the way I was under compulsory heterosexuality, uh, mm-hmm. jumping from mm-hmm. uh, unattainable uh, man uh, crush on unattainable man to yeah. uh, unattainable man. Uh, yeah, this until... is heteronormativity. This is heteronormativity on card games. Yeah, exactly. This <laughs> <laughs> um, nice episode. Don't do cards. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to talk? Yeah. Let's talk about some video games. Let's get our game on! Yo! Same as last week, I've got nothing, so... Yeah. Not a gamer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for not being a gamer on this podcast. For gamers. This is a podcast for, of, and by gamers. For gamers, about gamers. I guess, no, you know what? You know what, Sarah? It's fine. You've been playing the game of real estate, so that counts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went up to the landlord and I held out a big uh, suitcase full of cash and I said, <laughs> I don't you know what Kiryu says into in the his thing. forehead and knocked him out and you stole the house. You're, yeah, you mastered Yakuza Zero. Exactly. Yeah. I have an offer you can't refuse. Yeah, I have a pinstripe suit and that means I can get a house. Yeah. yeah. It's white. Uh, who, who's been playing, actually, video games? Uh, I have. Uh, so, in the time since the last time I got to talk about Queens of Games, I finished and beat uh, Yakuza 7. Very good game. In my opinion, the best game in the series. Uh, in the meantime, I've been dabbling with a couple different games. But in particular, I uh, have been getting back into Destiny 2. I did the Beyond Light campaign. Uh I've been doing some other seasonal stuff. It it's good. Uh, it's good until you, until I eventually get tired of it again and don't play for another year again. <laughs> like all things, it's good until it's not. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like a whiskey. Do it and sippy. Don't it? Don't it always seem to go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Words. What you got, Audrey? I mean, I'm still. <laughs> trudging through fallout 4 and i'm still playing a lot of hades um i've been he's nuts yeah (laughs) fucking christ um (laughs) i i'm really trying to focus now on hades i've I've done like enough runs that i'm I'm trying to shave down my time um a bit more um i am now consistently at like 35 minutes which is a pretty solid improvement over what I was doing, but still not nearly what I want to be doing. Uh, so, you know, I think I just need to pump more Titan blood into yeah, yeah, yeah. into some of my weapons and uh, pray that I get the Daedalus upgrades that I need to survive with each of them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, like, for, for half of them, for the fists, the sword, and the uh, bow, there's, like, one specific Daedalus upgrade that makes or breaks them for me. Yep, and it's absolutely. like it's like either I'm a huge success and I can skate through this or I'm fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's mm. it's kind of in the air for that. And that's me. Can I tell you something very infuriating, Audrey? Yeah? 
I just watched a video earlier today of someone beating Hades, like, the entire run. Yeah. 40 heat in under 10 minutes. Um, I have a friend who did uh, 38 heat in under 7. <laughs> I think being good at video games is bad, actually. 655. And I was, like, looking at her. I was, like, looking at them, and I was, like, how? Like, how? I literally yeah, don't understand. I literally don't understand how you do that much damage that quickly. But whatever. I guess I'll find out if I keep playing. RNG, I guess, right? RNG, RNG, and, like, pumping shit into your weapons and mm-hmm. and uh, getting the um, god's fav- uh, favorite family member or whatever thing that gets you, like, better legendary and, uh, or heroic yeah. and uh, duo chances. Anyway, Hades. That, Hades that 10% nuts. buff, really? Good. Hades nuts. Many are saying Hades it. Hades yeah. nuts. Mark 20 playing. Uh, so I've been, I, I've been mainly bouncing off a ton of things. Like, since I was last on, I beat Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Very good ending to that game. I won't talk about it. It's kind of spoilery if you care oh. about the, the overarching mythos of the Assassin's Creed franchise. Um, basically, I'm just kind of killing time, uh, until the end of February when Bravely Default 2 comes out. Because I am so amped for that game. Um, but the thing I've kind of dipped back into the latest is the greatest game that came out last fuck greatest game that came out two years ago dragon quest builders 2 i finally hit platinum on that because there was one stupid trophy i just hadn't done i hadn't bred my pets to get to the fourth generation to get the rare color for the pet but i do have a white and orange doggy now got that plat i've earned it and i just kind of like hop back in like built built a couple more houses around my town fixed up my castle a bit it's a nice relaxing experience that i may or may not have done while on the clock at work because i know how to make money and have a good time all doing so Hell and yeah. It, and with this one sneaky trick, you can too. Mm, speaking of making money, does someone hey. else want to read out our $10 patrons? Uh, thank you so much to our $10 patrons. Uh, Jay, Boo Boo Hakusho, Morg, uh, Haunting the Jazz Dumpster, Nero Wyvern, and Sarvis the Drow. Thank you very much for giving us your hard-earned money. Okay, not infantilizing. Thank you very much. Uh, We really do appreciate it. You allow us to commit our crimes, and for that, we cannot repay you. (laughs) You're enabling this. If you don't want this to happen, you you for it buys in life points. You listen (laughs) to the first ten seconds of this podcast and me doing my introduction and AKA, and you let that happen. That's your karmic reward. (laughs) (laughs) None of this is our fault. (laughs) (laughs) We are we are absolved of all guilt. We are legally not responsible. For our own actions. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Episode 21. I'll hold up in court. Uh, sealed Fusion Judai versus Misawa Part Juan. Yep. Uh, the Duel Off Part 1. The Duel Off. I mean, like, that's true for literally any duel in the series, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, uh, isn't by nature... You can just nature... call it whatever you want. Yeah, it's... I mean, if you get your game on, it's, it, it, at some point you got to get it off. Yeah, so, uh, that's true. Adding, adding, that's you know what true. I mean. <laughs> adding off to something implies that it is now a competition, which is interesting. No, to man, add to a there duel. no competitions in this anime, right? So I'm like, would any duel be technically a duel off anyway? Yeah. Anyway, this one starts out. It's Metal Gear Solid One. Corporate <laughs> Solid <laughs> Snake is underwater, <laughs> sneaking through the docks of Duel Academia. Yeah. <laughs> You see the credits going by. Hideo Kojima's name appears on the screen. It's very, very cool. You hear Harry Griggs and Williams' beautiful score. Yeah. Yeah. Miss Dorothy from Metal Gear Solid is here. Yeah. She's ordering around (laughs) some dock workers. And 
we see this guy who has swum in, uh, swam in, whatever. He's swamming! <laughs> oh, he do be swamming, though! But he's reached the shore, and he is a journalist looking for a story of the century. To do- What's that name, Dan? Uh, they haven't said his name. Oh, because his name for us is Kosuke Kunisaki. He looks like Catboy Sensei, but cooler. Yeah, I ended up really liking this guy, actually. At first, I was like, oh, fucking great. Like, how do you do, fellow kids? Like, literal 35-year-old is now in in the school. But actually, it turned out good. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah. yet again. Oh, yeah. Introduce a thing that could suck. And actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. They don't. They do. I'll take it. I, I should give his name, which is Gerard. Uh Gerard. Oh, the, the completionist has landed in dual academia. Oh my god. So, just on that, like, because the dub seems to have done this thing in both these episodes where, like, quite early on, they, like, tell you the character's deal. Because, like, in mm-hmm. the sub, like, they don't tell you he's a journalist, he's just an right. old adult man who's infiltrated the school and you don't know why. Um, and then, like, kind of towards the end, you figure out he's a journalist. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, sorry. It almost seems like corporate espionage at first. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, I'm going to, like, find your secrets or something. Like, he's obviously there to, like, get information, but it seems much more nefarious than, like, journalism. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought he was going to, like, steal decks or something. Yeah, I like. I thought that, like, they mentioned in the last episode that he was a spy from Deal Academia North or some shit, because that was sort of seated, and I was like, oh, cool, a spy. Yeah, yeah, that's sort um, of what I thought as well, especially since they transitioned to this next scene very briefly. Uh, sorry, Sarah, was there something else you were saying about it? No, no, I just want to talk about the board meeting scene. Yeah, that's what so I, yeah, good. so they transition so immediately into this board meeting scene where they are talking about the upcoming uh uh competition a civil war with the uh, dual academy <laughs> north um and uh who they are going to nominate yeah uh crowler really wants zane to be in this duel since like he's obelisk blue he won last year uh he probably won again but uh council Chancellor Shepard, or Counselor Shepard, I don't remember. Uh, Commander Shepard. Commander Shepard uh, <laughs> says that the person that North Academy is going to be using a first-year duelist for, for unknown reasons. Oh. So he thinks they should be sporting and also get a first-year. That makes sense. I missed yeah. that. I, oh. I just thought he wanted a first-year because, I don't know, he was like, he felt like it. He's like, well, I think we should have first-year this year. You know, just for shits and giggles. I'm oh, yeah, he definitely says, yeah. <laughs> I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite grade. Um, <laughs> this is my favorite duelist yeah. in Duel Academia. Um, uh, important to note here that as you're discussing this, it's all teachers, and also Rio is in the room. He's yeah. just hanging out. I guess Why he's he like here? also... Maybe he's also student council president? Yeah, I was gonna say, like, doesn't, like, head boy sit in on teacher meetings? Yeah, maybe because he's head boy or whatever. And shit like oh, that. I don't, he's head boy. I don't yeah. know your strange UK traditions. Um, I mean, don't, don't, you guys don't have, like, school, you have the school council, right? Yeah. We have the student council, we don't have a head, head boy. boy. It's the, the student council president and the head boy are the same thing, they're just uh, called a silly name. Okay, because... it just has a deranged name over there. Yeah. <laughs> Like the boy at the head. He's the head boy. Uh, for do you all have, your, okay, do, for do all you your have... head needs. So no boy? <laughs> <laughs> so R- Rio... 
Rio's like, well, if it's a first year, I think we should have Judai do the duel. And this is like immediately like a switch flipped in my brain. And I was like, oh, Rio's a really good character just because of this gesture alone. He's like, yeah, yeah Judai's a really damn good at dueling. Let's have him do it. Yeah. And like, I think the reason he gives, he's like, yeah, that would be a really entertaining duel to watch because like he knows Judai. He knows Judai's a fucking little clown. Yeah. Uh, he loves it. Zane is basically like, he's the best student in the school period he should be up for this duel or best Damn, best love that well best first year but you get what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. he's drinking his respecting judai juice yeah crow he listened he listened to our podcast <laughs> he does but crowler hates Jaden and wants somebody anybody else uh so he nominates bastion uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and crowler or chan Commander Shepard's interested, so he decides, hey, let's have a special uh, Bastion versus Jaden duel to decide who's going to be it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good, you know what? Very good premise. I like that because, and and this sticks on the characters as well, it's just a friendly match, you know? It's not like it's stupidly high stakes. It's a, yeah. It's like for a friendly ex- exhibition duel, right? It's not like, you know, they're fighting to save the world or whatever. So I just, these episodes are just guys being dudes. I really like the it other, a lot. The other I mean, I have to say, this. in GX, there's only been like one or maybe two deals that like someone could have died in. Which I mean... Died in, yeah. But I mean, there have been other high stakes besides that, like for them, like suspension or expulsion, etc. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, my other favorite uh, sorry very quickly my other favorite Rio moment here is that like when the principal <gasps> first suggests that um, that uh, you know he actually wants to use a first year he looks over to Rio and he's like is that okay with you and Rio's like yeah sure I don't care yeah, like, yeah. he's like by all means he's like, not like overly proud yeah yeah he's in fact in fact and I just realized this about 30 seconds ago which is my way my way bleh, well, you may have heard me gasp, but he's just, he's a real one. He's a real one. Yeah. Shout out to a I'm, real one. I'm strongly considering it, Sarah. Good stuff. Yeah! Uh, this is why we podcast, folks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we do get a short cutaway scene after this where Kosuke is sneaking around. He's in the locker room and he sees a slifer red uniform. And I'm like, oh, people are going to definitely tell this guy's an old guy. Short answer, yes. But This is, this is oh, literally oh. almost um, line for line, Steve Buscemi voice, how do you do fellow kids? Yeah. Truly. <laughs> before, before we get too much past it, I do, do want to yeah. note there is like a brief classroom scene where uh, Judai and Misawa yes. get told that they're going to be dealing. And it's just very nice to see that they're both like really pleasantly excited for it. Yeah, it's good. Like, Misawa's like, I'm researching a deck to beat you. And it's like, Judah's like, yeah, I'm gonna beat you too. It's like, they're just buddies. I really, I love, like, their friendship is, like, not adversarial in the least. It feels like the evolution of Yugi and Joey in that, like, yeah, they're buddies and rivals. But, like, as of now, they're not gonna have to duel for stakes. It's just, like, all they're really dueling is to have the most fun they can have with each other. And I truly love it. It's guys being dudes. What's better than this? Absence is nothing. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, back to how do you do, fellow kids? Oh, well, right. Oh, sorry. Uh, so this is actually, uh, before, the other thing I wanted to comment on, on, on that is that, like, Judai, uh, the, the gay energy in these episodes is off the charts. I cannot, <laughs> like, we're gonna get to that a little bit more. Misawa in particular has, like, incredibly grand romantic gestures and lines that I'm just like, all right, that's yeah. fine. Um, 
But, like, I, I just, like, Judai is so gay, he automatically starts dating every boy he becomes friends with. And it's, like, truly something to behold. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. And, uh. and as as stated, they are boyfriends. They're, like, clasping each other's hands and, like, smiling at each other and, like, might as well be, like, in a whole universe of their own. I love them. I love them. So, uh... This uh, adult man journalist, Gerard, uh, is, like, walking through the halls, and he's trying to talk to other students to get information, but none of them respect him because he picked out the Slifer uniform. Uh, yeah. And then he he runs into Jaden, and Jaden realizes he's an adult, but he thinks this is normal. He th- <laughs> yeah, he thinks he was just held back for 20 years. <laughs> he sees this 35-year-old man and is like, I'm going to adopt this as my new friend. <laughs> Yeah, this, so is, this is this is my friend now, and I will take care of him. And He's just like buddy. takes him to lunch. He's like, "Come on, dude, maybe you'll graduate this year." Let's uh, ugh, they'll bless. make the grade somehow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so after after like a nice meal where like they establish Jaden loves eating and like whenever they have like leftover food, he basically eats all of it instead of having to throw it away. Yeah, and like. Kosuke's just kind of sitting there watching Judai eat, and I like to think that he's just coming to terms with the fact that teens are just like this. Yeah. Yeah. This is just how kids are. He's like, I don't know what the fuck. Like, Judai's at the table showing him a TikTok, and he's having a panic act. He does not know what that is. (laughs) Extremely relatable. Judai gets on the table and starts doing Fortnite dances, and and he's just crying in the corner. I'm imagining (sighs) Jaden just uh, uh, wearing a t-shirt that says, I love classic gaming. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you <laughs> do you god Jaden's J- just like oh yeah like uh, my friend got me this cool dad rock cd and then it just has fucking it's avril lavigne avril lavigne on it and like kosuke <laughs> has an existential crisis <laughs> <sighs> but uh eventually like Jaden's like going through his cards and like he pulls out Skyscraper. He's, like, deciding what cards to use to duel against Bastion. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm. Gerard sees this, and he has a little, like, weird Peace Walker cutscene panic attack where... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is! It's, like, all watercolor painted and everything. Kill Bill yeah. sirens. <laughs> so he's, like, he sees the Skyscraper card, and he's like, this card murdered me in a past life. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, he's like, this ended my old career. Uh, and, uh, he... Yeah, they, they talk about dueling for a bit and stuff. He accidentally reveals his real name, which is Gerard, yeah. as stated before. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, mm-hmm. Did you, did you not see what happened in the flashback? I genuinely don't remember. Uh, he lost to Kaiba. What? He, wait, really? Yeah. In the, uh, yeah, in you, the flashback. You don't, the flashback. You don't see it in this flashback. You see it in a yeah, later... Really? You yeah, see you see Kaiba's silhouette and blue eyes. Right. Oh my god. I, I was I couldn't I really tell like what was typing. going on, but holy shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, this guy got beaten by Kaiba so badly that he quit dueling. Yeah, I, I noticed the... it in the later there there's more flashbacks like later on, and I noticed mm. it there, and I was like, oh, it's personal, I get it. Um Fuck. I yeah, because like I later like later on at the end he talks about he's like, Oh, I got beaten by the top dealist in the world. So that's yeah. why I quit dealing, and I was like, I wonder who that was. Like, I did not pick up on this at all. Oh my god. Yeah, it was Kaiba. Holy shit. 
It was Kaiba. Here this to cause problems. This is what I. This is what I meant by Kaiba choosing again to continue to cause problems on purpose. He chooses violence at every, <laughs> every turn. Every day he wakes up and chooses violence. And speaking of problems that Kaiba is causing on purpose, hmm. uh, Kusuke, you know, to sort of avoid talking about dueling, he asks uh, Judai about like, oh, are there students that have gone missing? And you know, and then Judai sort of tells them all about ghost house and stuff. Say, kids, you know mm-hmm. any good local ghost stories? This is the normal question to ask. Yeah. I mean, I'm fucking Judah is happy to answer it. Yeah. I've I've been held back here for 15 <laughs> years and I don't know any of the stories about this school. Please. Um, Please and then help me, Judo. We cut to like the ghost dorm where Asuka is like there leaving a rose. Kosuke shows up. Asuka's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Go back to your own dorm. Um, he takes some pictures of the ghost house. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. This is at the point at which he like mentions looking for a scoop in the sub, and I'm like, oh, okay, this guy's a journalist. Like, we don't. It's kind of the first time we've got that. Um, and then the next scene is like Bastion doing Brit math. Misawa. Yeah, he's a geometry woman. Misawa's writing a pro stretch game facts guide. Yeah. Here is how to beat Judai Yuki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. So yeah, he's like coming up with strats and he like goes over how Jaden like wins all his duels and he makes a realization. Jaden always wins with his fusion monsters. Mm-hmm. So that might be so he comes up with a strat. We don't know what it is specifically, but we know it has to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's his, it's the key card he needs to win. Yeah, he's just kinda like, oh, I'll use that card and then we cut away. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, um, uh, it's the next day, and Jaden's, what, well, or is it the night before? Whatever. Uh, Jaden- it's, it's, it's the morning after. Yeah, Jaden is- The morning before? The morning after the last morning night. The morning after the The morning after last night. night, before the duel. The day uh-huh. after tomorrow. The day after tomorrow, Jaden yes. is bulking for his match. <laughs> yeah. He's carving up. <laughs> yeah. He's, Gotta get my rice in my cubby. He's carbo-loading. And it's so funny, because Showa's, like, mad at Judai because yeah. he's not nervous enough. He's like, you should be, like, people don't eat killifish. That's that's the sardines you're eating. Like, you shouldn't have an appetite. It's just like, I, I don't know why he cares for his bro. He's, Showa's he's really, like, I love him. this is what peak teen performance looks like, and I hate it. Please, please be less chill. Cyrus is like, yeah. what the fuck do you... what? Is this what people who don't have anxiety are like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate her. Stop making the rest of us look bad. What do you mean you have executive function, Judai? <laughs> you just do things? What? You don't take meds every night? You get, <sighs> you get yeah, serotonin for free? <laughs> I gotta pay a therapist for it. Your body just gives you that shit? Wild. And then um, we cut to the duel. Yeah. Yeah, Kronos is like the announcer. It's very fun. He's so excited to introduce Misawa, and then he's like, and also Judah is here. (laughs) He's like, and this kid. Uh, (laughs) Drop out, boy. Um, Yeah, we cut briefly to outside the arena. Uh, Kosuke is, like, snooping around. I think he can, like, hear the roar of the crowd and then starts thinking about Judah momentarily. Um, But then he, like, goes and does some hacking. Um, Deal starts. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Two bros standing in a dual arena, five feet apart because they're dating. Yeah, so the important thing is, like, Bastion sets up, like, this big, powerful water dragon, uh, and he's basically trying to go Jaden into fusing by, you know, getting his own big, powerful monster out. Yeah! So, like, yeah. I didn't realize that until, like, 
the moment he did it, and then I was, then I was, I was just very impressed at Bastion's brain math. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a it's good a, this fucking is a, duelist. This is a really good duelist. Yeah, Bastion yeah. comes up with a really good counter, which is he uses Curse Seal of the Forbidden Spell, which not only destroys the polymerization card that Jaden was going to use, making him unable to fuse, or he, like, it, like, also keeps Jaden from using any more, which means yeah. Jaden just can't fuse this entire match. Uh, he has to, like, come up with an alternate strat that isn't, like, the main one he uses. It's neat. And I really the way this is framed is that like you know, fucking Bastion has a really big strong monster and Jaden is like, oh ha ha well I have these cards and I and like the I'm about to win the deal music is like playing as Judai says, and I, I will now play polarization, the music just like stops and Bastion is like, mm-mm. And it's just it's a really good because like every single time up until this point, whenever that music has played, J- Jaden's won the duel. And like they got us. Yeah. So, so we kinda knew it was coming. But yeah. it's there- cool. This is actually one of the duels where I want to go through a few more of the beats than usual. Yeah, yeah, actually. they're very good beats. So, yeah. um, going going back er- earlier before um, Misawa uh, summons the the um, uh, hi- high dragon or whatever it's actually called, the water dragon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so originally he like sets out like a lower level monster, and I believe. Um, uh, yeah, so Judai like summons Bubble Man and attaches the Bubble Blaster to Bubble Man, and um, which gives it enough points to kill Misawa's monster. Um, and uh, you know Misawa sort of like smiles very gently at him and says, "That's why you're number one." And it's, yeah! I'm like, I'm like, oh wow, like you're really just flirting in front of like God and all of your classmates. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so. <laughs> really wish i had a partner who would do grand romantic gestures like this the Uh, public deserves to know um that's why we have a podcast yeah the first (laughs) damage that is dealt to um anyone is actually also um done by misawa's card because um when when a card gets one of his so oh right that's what it is um uh judai has summoned burst the natrix and um uh uh, Misawa has summoned two oxygen monsters, or an oxygen mm. monster, rather, and uh, uh, Judai attacks them with Burst and Atrix, and it's like, hey, guess what happens when you add fire to oxygen? Um, yes. And Misawa's like, I love you, let's blow up together, and they both take 800 damage. Um, Fellas, is it gay to reciprocally take 800 life point damage from your opponent's fire monster attacking your own oxygen monster? It's like, I'm just, it's like, uh, our love goes boom. Woohoo. Um, Woohoo. Duelists, is it gay? Duelists? Judah, you make my heart explode. Yeah. Um, Kronos is watching this also, by the way, and is like, how could a raw yellow lose when, like, Manjame literally lost to, to Judai? (laughs) Lest we forget, that fool is still, like, on the run. (laughs) I mean, he he exiled himself after losing to Manjame, but, like, did lose so badly, he exiled himself. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, when he lost to Misawa, yeah, uh, as opposed to Judai. Misawa, whatever. Uh, but like, one of them has like that he lost so bad he exiled himself. So that was pretty far. Anyway, like Misawa's entire deck is like math and chemistry based, and like I ragged on him for being a nerd, but it's actually very very cool. Yeah, it's this god like it's th- this duel is like 
genuinely, maybe top five Yu-Gi-Oh duel so far for me. Hmm. Yeah, it's a good duel. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a good duel. And then we just kind of go right into the second part of this episode. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. like the, the last... episode ends whenever Bastion is like, mm, "No polymerization for you, Jedi," and that's, that's actually <laughs> what if I what if I said no. Actually, the mm-hmm. episode ends with Chronos's uh, stupid goldfish laugh again, which takes me out every <laughs> single time <laughs> I hear it. Uh, um, because Chronos is so delighted that Misawa has switched the table, he goes blah 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 blah, and then and then the episode ends. Perfect run. Yeah. And the episode starts. Episode 22, I Summon Wild Heart, Judai versus Misawa, part two. Uh, two! The duel-off part two. Sure is, buddy. There we are. Um, yeah, it opens up. We see, like, we briefly see Kosuke. He's still hacking. And mm-hmm. he, he he does hacker voice, I'm in. And I yes, notice he's in. <laughs> the Duel Academy login screen is just, like, these three banners of the god cards it's very the, good yeah. it's so see cool. is the thing i wish that was my computer it can be mm-hmm. um yeah he finds stuff about the missing he, well he finds he's like oh this child on exchange in america on exchange in america and then sort of puts it together that so, those are the missing kids that someone's covering up by saying they're on exchange um, I, do, I think that's about it well i do want to mm-hmm. point out he does name one of the missing students yes yeah tanjo yeah. and fubuki oh. Who else? Didn't we already know he was missing, though? Should I mean, know? sort of. Yeah. Sort of. Because who else has the last name Tenjoin? Yeah, no, yeah. I, we, we definitely knew, like, within the first couple yeah. episodes that Asuka's brother but was missing. Yeah, but it, it is... it is Here, here I think, is, like, the first thing that, like, actually identifies Fubuki um, mm. as Fubuki. I think she just always referred yeah. to him as her brother and doesn't actually... But it's fine. He's, yeah. he's just he's a foreign exchange student. Anyway. We know where he is now. He's in America. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you go to America, you're basically missing. Am I right, Right. gamers? Uh, Obviously, it's not in America in the (laughs) dub, but, like... They don't say in America in the sub, either. That's just flavor. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. they don't? Yeah, they do. They do. They they do. They say on exchange in America. They literally do. My notes just say studying abroad. I guess I was not paying attention. Yeah, like, part of, like, the thing Gerard finds out is, like, there's no actual, like, address to where they transferred off to. Oh. They got sent to a farm upstate. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. Literally what it says on the computer. <laughs> they're working agriculture now. Yeah. They're woofing. They're wo- um, mm, I don't want to know what that means. I'm trying to remember. It stands for like Worldwide Organization of Organic Farmer Farms. Oh. And you can go and work in an organic farm. Oh, they're farm on farmersonly.com. Yeah, sure. Um, Back to the duel. Only Back farms. Back to the duel. Uh Judai's getting like completely messed up, but he loves it. He's yeah. having such a great time dueling right yeah. now. It's he, not blood as victory wine. Uh, fellas, is it gay to say dueling your partner has your heart pounding? Yes, <laughs> extremely. I noticed that like the the way he's we started the episode up, he like Judai sets a monster in defense mode and ends his turn, which kind of feels like the dueling equivalent of just like getting into bed and crying. <laughs> pretty much yeah like especially for judah he i think this is probably the first time he's ever put a monster in defense mode I 22 episodes into the series <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, uh misawa summons a funny little guy math magician this guy oh cool. yeah i love this guy he's is he called perfect um okay so the 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 subtitles say mathematician yeah but it mm-hmm. sounds i i don't know if that's just the way they pronounce it in japanese but it does sound like they're saying math magician every yeah. time they say the name of the card 
I mean, for me, I, mean, I really m- want him to be called Mathemagician, so that's what I choose to hear. Yeah, I think it's I mean, funny. yeah, it, it's it's pot agreed canon for us now, either yeah, way. Le- I agree. Uh, he's literally perfect. And he, and he, he's a math beam. Yeah. He what? Oh, I'm just saying he's literally perfect. This is what peak performance looks like. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, the ideal male body. Yeah, is Big Beard a shoot math out of wand? Uh, he g- hits it with the math beam. To give you an idea of what Math Magician looks like, he looks like um, Merlin from Disney's Sword in a Stone put into a schoolhouse rock video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's a pretty good way to put it, yeah, honestly. He's got Excellent. some real uh, educational film energy. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. You, when, when you know when you go into class, you go into science class. A teacher rolls in the TV on the cart. You know you're about to see some math magician. <laughs> yeah, kill Sparkman. Um, the whole battle, like we see commentary from Kronos. He's like, whenever Misawa does great, he's hooting and hollering, clapping. Yeah, he's whenever like, Judai does great, he's pugging in the chat. <laughs> he's pugging in the chat, and then when Judai does great, he gets mad and like hunkers down. I love every single time this fool commentates a duel. He's always on the very edge, like. D- doing the kill where he was here pose with yeah. his nose and fingertips up on the edge yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, his, and then if it doesn't, he just, like, huddles under the, like, arena. His mm-hmm. his nonsense babbling for this episode is something goes wrong and he goes, Dore, and then something Dore. else happens and he goes, Mi fa so. So. <laughs> My god, I The never, perfect man. The I only man. Put together. <laughs> god. Uh, I also noticed that like he's pogging in the chat and then I think the principal says like oh isn't it so nice that students other than Obelisk Blue are getting this ball light and Cronus is like oh that's my house shit mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. uh, um, yeah. we, at some point we do see uh, Kosuke walks by because he's already you know he, he has information in his Nintendo DS <laughs> yeah he's got a USB stick of all the missing students yeah, he, and like the whole time, he's he's not really been able to shake like the thought of Judai dueling for some reason. Listen, you go about your daily life, you're just constantly thinking about Judai Yugi because he's such a good boy. We get it. He's, yeah. he's like, on the one hand, I need to bust open this case of massive human rights violations ASAP. But on the other hand, children's card games are too compelling. On the other hand, dual fun. Yeah. There's, there's children's card games happening in an arena here, and maybe I could go watch I'm them. Not- I'm, uh, I got a couple minutes to spare. I might, yeah, I might as well watch and check it out, see what yeah. happens. Yeah, the kids will be fine in that but I'm, but I'm not going to enjoy it, though. I'm not going to enjoy it. This is for business. This is just while I'm here. Might as well check it out. It's my choice. I'm investigating. <laughs> I'm doing L.A. Noir. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Jaden's like, yeah. So Jaden basically talks about how, like, his strength is that he can improvise, whereas Bastion just, like, pre-plans everything. Uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And ba- Good Bastion's all about dual monsters is a numbers game. You gotta realize <laughs> oh, yeah. that. And uh, so Jaden plays some cards. Uh, Sorry, there's, I think the there's... conversation they have there is that Judai is like, okay, but like my deck isn't just about fusion. There's spells and trap cards that work with my monsters as well. And then Bastion comes back and be like, okay, but you got to admit, I have significantly dis- decreased the functionality of <laughs> yeah, your deck. No, yeah, I love that. I got yeah. that too. It's like, you do have to hand it to me. It's mostly fusions. Um, yeah. There's also like another line, which I really love, where Misawa's like, um, have you realized that like, have you calculated the end of this match and realized that you can't win it? And Judai basically says, this doesn't apply to me because I don't know how to do math. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wonder who that sign's for. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and he he does something to like you know he gets Bubble Man out on the field he buffs him up he gives him a big old bazooka 
Mega Bazooka! Mega Bazooka! He plays Emergency Provisions, which, like, lets him get rid of this card that would, like, have drained his life points. And, like, Kosuke's like, oh, damn, that was a really good play from Judai. I mean, I'm not enjoying this duel at all. Yeah, because he's sitting there, he's like, mm, I should, I should really, I should go, and, like, turns to go, yeah. but then Judai does something cool, and he's like, ooh, ooh, what was Parters. that? Parters! Why are they, why are they getting so passionate over a card game, says man who can't look away long enough to break world-changing news? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, uh, and then, speaking of world-changing. Yeah. Oh, wait, there's a shot of greed in here. Yep. Yeah. This is the baby. shot of greed, baby. <laughs> All right. I was going to wait until now to open it, but I just really wanted my beer. I'm drinking the exact same thing as last episode, so. Hmm. One of these days, I want to make, like, an actual pot of greed stinger intro. Until then, I'm just oh. going to do air horn with my mouth. I thought you were going to say one of these days, I'll make myself an actual cocktail. Uh, I've just got a... You know who I am. I've just got a Narragansett lager. Uh... Mm. A tall boy. Mm. Love a tall boy. What you got, Audrey? I put some tequila in the glass and then I filled it with uh, passion fruit juice. Great. Cool. Sounds pretty good to me. It's not Chief. bad. I, I gotta That's tell you. That's mixology. You know what I'm drinking. Uh, water. Water. I I stuffed a hydrogeddon, another hydrogeddon, and an oxygeddon into my cup, and it turned into a water dragon, and I drank it. Great. Wow, you're that's. Brain math, amazing! I can't. I'm wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, Vsal plays Pot of Greed, and when he discards Pot of Greed, that's the tenth card in his graveyard. And Carbon Geddon, this you know rock lizard he played earlier in the match, I guess its effect is when there's ten cards in the graveyard above it, it gets compressed and turns into the Diamond Dragon. <laughs> Which is a very oh, cool thing for me. I didn't notice that. That whips. I love. Yeah, they, I love. They call deck. it. What do they call it in the in the dub dance? They give it an actual different Carbon name. Carbon Geddon? No, 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 no. The Diamond Dragon. Uh, Diamond Dragon. Yeah, I think it's just because what? The, okay, no. The subtitles read the names of the cards as they are called in the dub usually. Well, that, that's that's the, that's the weird thing, right? Because you know, Water Dragon. They say Water Dragon, obviously. They call. Diamond Dragon, like something. It's like uh, the Japanese name, but that's what it would have oh, been. Oh, Yozanru so the Diamond Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He calls it. Okay, yeah. He says I summoned Yozanru, and it's like okay, but why wouldn't it still have been called Diamond Dragon? I guess it's also part of the name. So oh, you know what? Weird, I'm pretty but... sure Yozanru literally means Diamond Dragon in Japanese. Yeah, I, I get, I got Ryu. Yeah, it's you know he plays JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Four in card form. Yozanru is <laughs> not Crash. Yeah. And yes, he's, he got he got him got dragons. We love it. Yeah, yeah. Call call this guy Cersei, cause no, sorry, <laughs> Daenerys. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> he's, he's... What? Do I just to combat this gets a big gun? Okay, no, that. I that mean, happens later. Maybe Bastion likes Cersei as Carmen Geddon. Uh, but but uh, yeah, he's like Daenerys. He's got those dragons. Oh, you know what? I could really go for a bowl of Carmen Geddon right now. Mm-hmm. You know, crack the egg in the spaghetti. Get some little bacon in there. I've never yeah. had a carbonara. Carbonara is so fucking oh, good. It's oh my really god! Really good, Dan. Ah, I'm with you. No, I I was very. Oh confused. yeah, you got that. Yeah, v- visit me. We'll make carbonara together. Uh-huh, All right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'll need to come over to pick up my Yu-Gi-Oh blankets that I'm going to send to your house. <laughs> I'm, I'm basically my entire apartment is your PO box. Pa- yeah. Pogon 2021. We make carbonara. <laughs> Poganara. Poganara. No! Okay, more jilling, jilling. Uh, Judai gets a cool gold guy. He plays skyscraper. Edgeman. Kosuke has He's edging. Black... What? Edgeman. Yeah. That's a gold yeah. guy. Uh, also... ah. yeah. So I guess whatever's in the gold armor makes him edge? 
It's mm, yeah. It's yes. It's blade edge and yeah, dub, blade right? edge. The the yeah. suit almost jacks him off. Uh huh. But no. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he's he's blade edge because oh he's just he's on the very uh, razor's edge. Of I'm on the edge. <laughs> the blades. Yeah, Kosuke's having some flashbacks to from Skyscraper. Um, Bastion has a turn that yeah. takes oh. like half an hour and kills all Jedi's monsters. So this is also, while, while uh, Kosuke has the flashback, this was the point where I noticed Kaiba yeah. in the, <laughs> the flashback. Where, and I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, you're here because you were personally fucked by Kaiba. So now you're trying to personally fuck him back. Got it. <laughs> you were victimized by the man who owns an entire city. <laughs> Who, yeah, the oligarch of the city-state of Domino and all its surrounding islands. Is direct action to me. What, to get the shit beaten out of you by Kaiba? Yeah. No, to... No, well, to, more, more to, you know, expose him. Well, I guess it's not direct action. Okay, okay, okay. Expose his human action. trafficking so, ring. Yeah, yeah, this makes the actions that he takes at the end of the episode even more problematic, but... um. Yeah. It's a very Yu-Gi-Oh ending. Also. Yeah. It is a very Yu-Gi-Oh ending. I will say, at some point, so, he, so you know, he has Skyscraper, and Judai does some crazy shit to, like, let Edgeman get super buffed up to attack Water Dragon. And it's, like, a shot where Edgeman flies through the city and, like, punches Water Dragon through the neck, and it explodes. And, like, in the shot, it it is a screenshot from Sonic Adventure 2, where it's basically <laughs> supersonic, like, running through perfect chaos, but it's a Yu-Gi-Oh card instead, and I love Gotta it. Gotta open your heart, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, he summons uh, like a wild man who's sort of braveheart looking ass. New elemental hero yeah. just dropped. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> New, it's, make up a guy, tattoo man, <laughs> shirtless, strong, can't be affected by traps. Yeah, wins duel. <laughs> wins duel. It's 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 a whole lot of nonsense. Yeah. Like, because at, at this point, Misawa had played this like litmus sword man. He plays like a hard. Sailor Moon villain or some shit. Yeah, it has zero attack, but if you like use a magic or trap card that turn, it gets three thousand attack. So it's like ah, oh, fun. And Wildman's whole thing is that like the effect of the boomerang he has can destroy spells and traps and whatever. Misawa loses. Yeah, yeah. I win. I do you want to briefly mention the kind of emotional climax of the duel where like. Judai has no monsters on the field. He's mm. fucked. Like, there's no hope for him. And, like, he just looks up and smiles and is like, I'm still having fun, though. And then, like, wins. Yeah, he uses a um, whole new card so for it. Yeah. Uh, um. But, yeah, Jane wins. Yeah. Uh, whenever he wins, Kosuke McFucking loses it. He loves it. It's so good. Yeah. He defines, he he defines the phrase, you'd love to see it. Really he does, does love to see it. It's so good. He pogs. I, ah. Uh, the use and sentiment of pog lives on Kosuke Kunisaki. And, now, and he's like, he's like, oh, geez. Like earlier while he was researching, he was like, I'm going to blow this shit wide open. Um, unfortunately, the school probably won't make it out unscathed, but like, that's a price mm, I'm willing yeah. to pay. And now mm. he's like, oh no, they love it so much. I can't, like, reveal this shit. And it's like, my, dude, like... You maybe should, like, dude. Maybe, like, are you, you're really not gonna follow up on, like, the possible human trafficking ring led by one of the richest men in the world who is also the oligarch of a city-state just because having... Hello? Having a school clothes would make a kid sad? Like, where's your journalistic ah! integrity? The the dub... Yeah, what's, for... what's, your, what's your take, So, Dan? like, the dub changes... I guess it changes it slightly because... It's less that he's not gonna t- he's not going to like 
expose them, but instead, like, try to, like, find the students that have gone missing and, like, actually solve the problem. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. He, he says, I can excuse of... child trafficking, but I draw the line at not having fun during a duel. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess to like give some context to listeners who maybe haven't seen the episode yet, like Asuka notices him, goes up to Kosuke after the duel, and Kosuke like says his own his own entire backstory about how he used to be a duelist. Then he got the shit beaten out of him, so he became a journalist, and now he, he picks up dirty journalism jobs for any money, and, like, this is his thing. And he explains that, like, actually seeing that deal has inspired me to go take up dealing again, so I'm going to quit my entire journalism career and go become a dealist, and I'm not going to publish this story about human trafficking that might destroy the school. Bye. And wow, Oscar's like, who it. are you? <laughs> um, and, and he's like, he's like, if... I am going to like continue looking into it though on my own time, and if I find anything, I'll let you know. I don't know. It doesn't like they don't say anything about Fubuki being her brother, but like there seems to be a, a bit of an implication that he knows that Fubuki is her brother, which is why he's telling her specifically. Mm-hmm. I, does he give her the information that he finds? I don't know. I, he holds it up in a way. He holds. He yeah. has. You know. He has it all recorded in his Nintendo DS, and he holds it up in a way as if he were to give it to her. I think like it's implied that he does, or that he erases it, or something. Because like nothing comes of it. But like the implication is like, yeah, the information is gone one way or another. Because like, well, no, but like I was just. I hope that he like that Asuka has this information that can you know progress this plot later in the series I don't think no. she does yeah. I don't think she does probably because not because he he like again like he holds it up as Max said like uh, as if he was about to give it to her and then doesn't mm. can't believe Judayuki did a deal so good that he convinced a man to destroy his entire career that's the power of Yu-Gi-Oh, baby. Yeah. Um, one, one note before we cut close the episode out. After the duel, you know, Misawa and Jude, I love it. They're oh, such yes. bros. Their bond is stronger than ever. Extremely Misawa's important. Like, M- Misawa's like, because, you know, he was his seventh deck. Because he had six decks before. And he made a seventh deck to beat Jude. And he's like, well, now I just have to make an eighth deck to beat you again. And they're just bros. Yeah. My, um, Audrey, I don't know if you want to say anything about this. But my favorite part is whenever Misawa holds his hand out for a handshake to Judai. And Judai, Judai, like, just kind of looks at Misawa's extended hand, sort of not quite knowing what to do about it, um, and then just ends up doing, like, a cool slap, fist bump, handshake sort of combo, and I, I, I liked it a lot. It was good to me. We love it. I'm, I'm, I'm glad they have each other. I love Judai's menagerie of boyfriends, which I know continues to grow as we get into later seasons. This um, is a Pokemon team. Gotta yeah. date them all! yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> <laughs> My last note for the episode is Peperuccino, because that's what Curtis says whenever mm-hmm, um, very yeah. Judai is going to represent the school. The, the U-E-A-R-G is that every Italian word Chrono says is part of recipe, and if you make the recipe, you get all the pieces of Exodia. <laughs> wow. Oh, shit. That's what we're going to make at Max's house. Fuck carbonara. I mean, we should make carbonara as well. We have nice. to make carbonara. It's um, very important. I'm, certainly, there's enough episodes of U-E-A-R-G-X that Chrono Stabenici says carbonara at some point. Yeah. Probably. You know, it, it's, it's like the theory there's so many planets in the universe that Star Wars has to have happened on one of them. Yeah, monkeys, like typewriters, Kronos de Medici, Italian Yeah, Godzilla, foods. King Kong, etc, etc. Uh-huh, uh-huh, right. uh-huh. Godzilla Loch Ness. <laughs> Confirmed. Um, so, do we have an end, or do we have t- do we have time? What time is it? Actually, we've been going for a while. 
Do you have an end of the episode segment? Yeah, I've got loads of time, actually. I'm, uh, all so I've got to do tonight is doing a post go to show? bed. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, do you do you have anything for us today? Yes, now? I do. So Woo-hoo. please hit it. Yes, uh, I'm bringing out uh, the Dual Academy Educational Neural Network for another session of uh, the Dual Academy Correspondence Course. Fuck yeah! So, Hell yeah! Teaching time. Hi, it's me, Dan. The Dual Academy Educational Neural Network, and uh, we're going to pick up where we left off on the on the history of dual monsters. So. After Grandpa Muto found the Millennium Puzzle, shot the guardians of the Millennium Items, identified Maximilian Pegasus as the destined keeper of the Millennium Eye, and gave it to him. When Pegasus visited Egypt, he learned about the Shadow Games, and became curious about their magical powers. He created the game Duel Monsters. After eight years of trying, Yuki Moto put together the Millennium Puzzle Grandpa Moto had given him. He released the Pharaoh Spirit, and it took refuge inside Yuki. Pegasus held the Duelist Kingdom Tournament. He hoped to defeat Seto Kaiba, a skilled duelist and head of Kaiba Corp, so he could merge the Millennium Items with Kaiba Corp technology and revive his lost love. In the final battle of the Duelist Kingdom Tournament, Yugi defeated Pegasus. Shadi entered Yugi's mind, and Yugi learned of the Millennium Items. Soon after, Yami Yugi discovered that he was a powerful pharaoh who had saved the world 5,000 years ago. And we'll continue next time. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, Dan. Good work, as always. You're welcome. Yeah, well, there will be a test at the end of the series. Mm-hmm. It'll be Arya. If you, if uh-huh. you um, subscribe to our Patreon, you don't have to take it. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that, that, that's how you... It, we allow you to cheat. If you just, you know, slide some money under the table. Mm-hmm. Having money is basically cheating. We live under capitalism. That's what Joker said. We, and he was right. We are officially sponsored by Kaiba Corp. We know how this works. Also, <laughs> um, hey, I don't know how I never noticed this before. Um, uh-huh. but so we have a Patreon, right? Um, yes. We make $69 per month on Patreon. Nice, 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 nice. Yes. I'm oh, sorry, that's... listeners. No one's allowed to change their pledges or sign up. We... <laughs> so nice. We have to say to Or, alternatively, 6,900. We can get 6,900 more people, do- more dollars per month, and that would still be okay. Our next. Well, well, if or... we get. Let's get, the, let's get to 420 first. Oh, yeah. yeah. We get 351 more dollars. That will be 420. Yeah. Yes, yes, we love it. So, you know, donate so we can get the funny weed number. Funny yeah. weed number. We'll have to set up a goal for it. But but you yeah. have to Because at the moment it. we have no goals in life. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you have to do it all at once because we can't, we cannot leave 69 until then. Yeah. 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 It, has, it has to be a single step. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. well, um, next up on the docket, we got some questions for this episode, oh, shit, despite yeah. putting the call a mere two hours before recording. Our fans, as always, came through. In Discord, Kronos Davinki, Mira Wyvern, official Edgard stan of the show, asks, which elemental hero would you marry? That mudball man's a real heartthrob. Mm, I, I mean, this is a very obvious answer for me. Yeah, it's Burstinatrix. <laughs> yes. it's, it's gotta be Burstlady. It's gotta be, I, it's gotta be my wife. <laughs> She's wife. Yeah, we've got to get the uh, the uh, elemental heroes polycule and just kind of take burst and natrix from it, from it, and yeah. then we have the pot of greed polycule, yeah. where we're the all po- married the, to burst and natrix. The polycule of greed. The polycule. The polycule. I'll I'll take Sparkman. <laughs> okay. He can come too. He has to keep the helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> the helmet stays, stays on, on during sex. 
fuck. Yeah. I mean, I gotta say, uh, Edgeman, the, the gold armor was pretty funky, even though, even if it does almost, but not quite jack you off. Like, I did yeah, here, think it was The, the problem with that, Sarah, you can never get sexual release. Well, yeah. That's fine by me. Oh, da- okay, yeah. Edgeman works for you. Edgeman yeah. wouldn't work for me. Um, Audrey or Dan, you want to take the next questions in Discord, actually? So I don't hog them all? Um, from That's Amore of Greed, uh... I forget if it's been asked before, but now that we know decks can literally be themed anything, what would your deck theme be? Uh, that's Devin, and I I think I'm just going to go with a sort of uh, general furry theme, or possibly cooking, either or. So just a Zeke Flambe. Yeah, either the hey, Zeke Flambe. Hey, what a Fla- Zeke Flambe furry deck. Hmm. I'll have to think about next year's gimmick, because I had one in mind. Homie, that's this year's gimmick. Oh, fuck. But I could do a oh, furry shit. deck instead. We are, can I say, five months away? Oh, fuck me, right? Oh, I'm sweating shit. already. Um, yeah, well, let's guess. Oh, should I cut it? Um, I was, okay, well, this episode, I think I would basically have the fucking Maiden in Love deck based on the fact that whenever I was playing Pokemon Green One, Emerald, Emerald. Um, I found a skitty. You did find a Skitty. And that Skitty was basically the only Pokemon I used for, like, the rest of the game. Because my I was like, have Skitty, use love, Pokemon to in love to attack you, win. And I just ended up with, like, a level million Skitty and other Pokemon as well. And I I liked that a lot, so I might just copy the Maiden in Love deck. Good. Um, I'm trying to think a little bit outside the box, and I actually think I would love to have a deck based on, like, cocktails. Like different oh, that's very on brand for you. <gasps> Sorry, I got very excited. Like a mixology deck where you fuse different spirits together Whoa. to make like I like your ultimate. You're like, oh, I'm gonna fuse the gin, the tequila, the yeah, vodka, maybe. the other things, and and this is my ultimate card, the Long Island iced tea. Yeah, I like it. Damn. Anyway, it's I think I think you could make like a lot of fun cards based off of like liquors. And uh, cocktails, actually. Um, Dual spirits. I think they would probably look like um, Sailor Moon Monster of the Week monsters. Oh, um, oh like someone put a evil star seed in a bottle of tequila. Mm. But, um, you know, I, I think that'd be fun. I, I mean, it's going to be bugs. But beyond that, <laughs> I, th- you know, as if there was any doubt, I, I think it would be cool, like, actually gimmick-wise to sort of take what Weevil did. But make it, like, instead of one very long metamorphosis that takes, like, five turns to do, like, several short metamorphoses that can, like, make my bug just, like, weirder and more fucked up each time I get put him through a metamorphosis. Mm, mm, so, like, mm. the longer the duel goes on, the scarier my buggies get. Mm. That could be kind of fun and sexy. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What we got next? Our twist, our Twitter question, I uh, know, I'm just going to throw it in there, is... Yeah. Uh, Sky at Genuine No Prize on Twitter says, when I watched the show, I was really confused about how, you'll, how old Blair is supposed to be. Uh, we sort of answered that. Eight and then ten. their actual question is also, between weddings, funerals, birthdays, graduations, what major life events would you want to see abstracted into a deck? Ooh. I would love, okay, I got this. I would love a deck based on, like, retirement, like, a bunch <laughs> of, like, weird dad monsters and like you know jimmy buffett song spell cards and, oh. like, you know 
socks and sandals, equip cards, stupid stuff like that. <laughs> it's what, like a dad deck. Is this sort of like the gimmick is like, oh, congratulations, your monster is retiring, and then they get banished. Oh, that's good. I love that. <laughs> like they get given a pension and banished and, from the field. <laughs> yeah, and, and then much as the boomers are retiring, I deal irrevocable damage to my opponent when I retire and I'm fine because I'm going to win and I don't need to worry about the aftermath. <laughs> I review, reveal my trap card, okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> I make the I make the kind of face from the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I would love one based around like various coming of age ceremonies, like quinceanera um, deck. Yeah, quinceanera deck. Quinceanera bar mitzvah, sweet sixteen, uh, debut. Um, all those. I think I I love those, and I I love how um, involved the traditions for them are. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that you can get some really fun cards out of that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I just like the fact that graduation is here because it's. I don't think graduation should be considered a major life event. All it did was give me depression <laughs> twice. Oh, I, I went it. to graduation and all I got was this stupid mental illness. <laughs> uh, you're the name of the deck is Good Riddance, and it just plays every graduation song while while you're doing it. Uh, oh, I'm good. really interested in funerals. <laughs> wait, didn't that's that... a good thing to take out of context. <laughs> Wasn't there a um? Oh no, wait. Sorry, I'm thinking of a Naruto episode. Never mind. <laughs> sorry. All all animes is the same. All animes yeah, is the it's, same. Yeah, it's all it's all. Same. Listen, I'm the, the kind of guy that laughs at a funeral. If you can't understand <laughs> what I mean, you soon will. You soon will. That is a threat and a promise. Oh, what's the next question? It's been one week. <laughs> Yuki Moto is harboring a monarch, a friend of the show, Riley Hopkins, asks, Do you think there would be a Hamilton-style musical about the Pharaoh Atem, and do you think Jaden would listen to it every day? That is literally the opening to GX in the dub. <laughs> uh, and, like, he's just, he won't stop playing it in the dorm. And at first, like, Chumley and... Cyrus, Pyro, and Joe are like, okay, okay, and then eventually they simply want to murder Jaden. Yeah, and I you mean, know the, the musical may be good, but when you play a musical three hundred times in a yeah. row, it's it's just a an an even less uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I it's basically just Millennium World, but uh, a musical, and even less on the side of Thief King Bakura. Oh God, yeah! It's uh, it's music to duel by. (laughs) It's music to duel by. God, I would love to see a musical about Millennium World, though. I would love to see Dan Green rapping some verses on an empty New York subway car. Um, Jeez, uh, (laughs) that's dying. In in ten ten years ago, uh, before becoming a hit success on Broadway. Or no, probably it'd be like Little Karibo, actually. Whatever, it's fine. Mm, yeah. <sighs> anyway, Stephen Marshmallow asks, how red would your Yu-Gi-Oh wedding be? I mean, pretty good. I would marry my. Uh, you're Mari, you're what? I'm making Jim off his face. I'm not going to respond to you. <laughs> I'm going to fucking walk down the aisle wearing that big Yu-Gi-Oh blanket that I'm going to send to Mike's house as a cape. Or a train. <laughs> I'm gonna walk down the aisle. I'm gonna walk down the aisle and passionate duels will be playing. Yeah. Uh, we're going to slow dance to uh, 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 face up, face down. 
God. I'm going to um, exchange millennium rings with my wife. Ooh. <laughs> the food will all be like Hungry Burger. Yeah. Another Yu-Gi-Oh food card that I definitely know. The food will be um, these yeah. parrots that are cut shaped like Karibo that uh, oh, former yeah, guest yeah, yeah, of the, the show, Chris, DM'd me uh, several hours ago. Oh, no. um, Good. The, the rabbi is dressed in... Um, a full Exodia suit. Oh my god, the obelisk uh, cooking guy is gonna be... Yeah. He's gonna ordain yeah, our wedding. Dying. He's also the caterer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, he has a deal role as caterer and officiator. Yeah, good shit. And that's about it for, for this one, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, that's episode yeah. of uh, We're Pot of Greed, Patreon, uh, Twitter.com, uh, at Pot of Greed cast, uh, Patreon.com forward slash Pot of Greed. Give us money. You can get bonus uh, episodes. You can get special or other role in, in the Discord. You can listen in live like Riley did this episode. You can get physical products, which we need to start designing and making and shipping out to everyone. Uh, it's Julie. good. It's good, and at the end of the show, in the middle of the show, as you know, we shouted our $10 patrons. At the end of the show, we shouted our $5 patrons. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Noah Bennett. And thank you, Riley Hopkins. Thanks. Again, this is your fault. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places, and you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. From there, you can find my other podcasts, which include uh, The Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. Uh, uh, we're our, On our last episode, we talked about Sonic Adventure. That'll hopefully be up by the time you hear this. Uh, you can listen to Stranger's Fiction, where we recently recorded the end of a uh, three-part campaign of Get Your Game On. A, well, four-part, I think. A uh, campaign of Get Your Game On, which is a uh, an RPG inspired by Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. And hopefully that episode will be up like a day or two after this one goes up. Uh, you can listen to... Uh, er, that's it. Um, you can also visit my Twitter and at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. And very recently, it was, it oh, was yeah. Joey Wheeler's birthday. Happy birthday, King. Yeah. Very recently, it was also Elliot's birthday. Happy birthday, Elliot. Yeah. And Sarah's birthday a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's Argyle's birthday pretty soon. Yeah. Really front-loading uh, our birthdays. Does Zagreus mm-hmm. Hades game have hot feet? Wait, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he has hot feet. Okay, just, I was looking at an image on Twitter. Yes. Um, I yeah, was they, very yeah. his, curious. His, his feet, his and Hades' feet are literally on fire. Okay, okay. Yeah. That, that that makes sense. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Mike's working fungi on the internet. Yeah, speaking of hot feet, um, <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Maxi Bajillion and Instagram, etc. I got a couple other podcasts, including Wow Cool Robot, a show about Gundam. Sarah was a guest when we talk about Zeta. We're currently on Double Zeta with my friend Jake. That two is of them. on Twitter at Wow Cool Podcast. Two of them. You get two. And I got another show called Slappers Only, which is a video game music showdown podcast I do with our friend Jordan. Uh, by the time this episode goes out, well, I put the call. Because we'll be recording an episode on Monster Hunter World. And that's on Twitter at WowCool or bet bet bet. That's on Twitter at SlappersOnlyPod or SlappersOnlyPod.com. Cool. 
I have been Audrey. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Optimum on Prime. Uh, yes, Optimum. I always forget this. Uh, it's at always <laughs> do like the actual company, but no, it is at Optimum on Prime, which is my funny internet robot joke. Um, I do not currently have any other podcast right now. I am recording um, an episode this week of uh, Kamarocha Radio with uh, Argyle and uh, Jordan that Max just mentioned. Um, it's going to be good. Uh, that's going to be on Thursday. Um, and I have probably a couple other things down the line. Who knows? But uh, if you are interested in hearing more from me, potentially, you can follow at The Reticulation. That's T-H-E-R-E-T-I-C-U. L-A-T-I-O-N on Twitter, Facebook, and Tumblr, uh, which is the URL for a website I am trying to launch with a good friend of mine where we will be spotlighting LGBT voices in the arena of pop culture criticism. Oh, uh... Sicko. Done? I should mention, there were two uh, recent uh, podcasts I guessed it on. Uh, the first is Let's Place, a... A, an audio entropy podcast dedicating to scientifically and objectively ranking every video game ever made according to quality. Uh, I was on an episode for the game of the year of 2020. Uh, we got two number ones that one. It's, it's a good listen. Uh, and also you, I was on, uh, Sarah and I were on, but hasn't gone up yet. Uh, oh yeah, so we were. Uh, we were on the Sexy Mewtwo Review uh, podcast, a video podcast uh, by friend of the show, uh, Keith, who uh, draws a sexy Mewtwo while we talk about oh. Mewtwo in his, their film appearances, uh, and their, the nature of them as a character, as well as how sexy they are. God, I gotta say, Max, you're really gonna love the art we made. Yeah. I can't wait to see the yeah, finished I'm, version. Mm, hey, what if I'll Mewtwo was Catholic? Mewtwo, Mewtwo become okay, now, Catholic? See, I, just saying Pokemon, saying sexy Pokemon, you know, I turn my nose up at that. That's certainly not for me. Saying Pokemon Catholic, I am looking directly <laughs> at it. Uh, yeah, it was it was very fun to record. Uh, and yeah, I was, uh, I'll pick up from there. I'm Sarah. You can find me everywhere on the internet at Sarah Mook Costumes. By the time this episode comes out, all the cool knitwear I'm selling will no longer be on sale. Ha, you missed it. Um, oh no, you have to buy Sarah's quality products at full price. No, you're going like to have to give me Speaking of also giving me money, the discount code Kaiba Corp, I think, still applies for my dice shop, and it gives you 21% off. Um, so fucking get on it, listeners. Um, get on it. Yeah, also, yeah, I do Naruto Never Believe It um, podcasts. Uh, Max, you went on Cloud Recesses, so everyone go listen to that. Did you say that? No, I didn't. But speaking of, like, almost all the podcasts we mentioned are on a certain podcast network. <laughs> I haven't finished my plugs. Excuse you. Okay, all right, all right, okay, all right, okay, I'm sorry. also I'm sorry. recently picked up slash stole a podcast from my friend Colin. It's called Small Walk. I do that now. It's my podcast. I'm going to go on walks with my friends. Listen to it. Colin or six podcast, Sarah. Mm. I've now finished my plugs. Okay, speaking of plugs, <laughs> Noisepace.xyz is a podcast network that we're a part of. Almost all the shows that we mentioned are a part of. Go there. Check it out. We got this. We got Kyle XY. Why? Podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses. I was on both of those recently. We got... 
special weird grid zero snacks. LMNOP, special grade snacks, a billion shows, a trillion hosts. Truly 2021. I'm feeling it. I'm saying it. It's the year of the podcast. Listen baby. to Kid Nation Nation. This time. Uh, yeah, got a whole backlog going. Good episodes yeah. of everything. We love to see it. Thank you, Matt GameCube. Yeah. Thank you. Well, folks, I'm gonna set myself as set myself face down next to my new husband, Edge Man. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I set myself face down and uh, fail to expose the hor- the crimes of the dueling world. But I do expose my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I set myself face down um, in bed with Burstinatrix. Presumably Audrey's on the other side of the bed. <laughs> I was, yeah, I mean, I was going to say that um, I help Burstinatrix set uh, Sparkman and uh, uh, Avian face down and flatten their dicks. <laughs> 